Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Thanks for tuning into this particular episode. I want to chat a little bit about uh, some current events and kind of how that's relating to the journey itself. Uh, I am in the maintenance phase um, over five years later now. So one thing that I've learned real big is any kind of major change, life events, anything that really happens can potentially deter me or bring me back to... uh, either gaining weight or old eating habits, just because that was a trigger for me. Uh, Trigger for me was life events, uh, stuff that was big that happened. You know, for me, um, my wife losing her dad was just a huge blow on the family because everything had to change. My wife and I were just newly married a year, and we actually had to move out of our apartment, um, move in with uh, her mom and sister, and pretty much... um, I had to take the place of providing for the family. So that being as stressful as it was in that entire time span, that was really kind of the gap of time that got me up to the 534 pounds. Uh, A lot of folks ask, you know, did you not know there was a problem? I knew there was a problem my whole life. That's why I went on a million different diets. It's just, you you only know what you know. And I don't know if, hopefully that makes sense. You only know what you know. I only knew that uh, food tasted good, it felt good, and it was around social situations, so I utilized it for feeling good when I didn't feel good. And so, you know, those triggers are something I recognize. Um, I was talking to somebody, and the message is in regards to some of the acknowledgement that I have of the food addiction and how it's very impulsive in nature, how I'll immediately impulsively move towards um, food as, as a cope. And now what's different is really kind of a recognition of life events, stress, and everything in between that could try to potentially dive me into things that you know are going to set me back. And it's not like, hey, I've, I've come a long way. I'm never going to uh, you know, sit down and, and enjoy a good meal or, you know, take a break. Because we we take breaks from hard work with food or with a meal. Um, you know, you think about uh, looking around uh, the area that we just moved to. There's a lot of new construction. A lot of these guys are, are putting in a lot of work. And in the middle of all that, they take a break and they have lunch. It, it's a, a source of enjoyment. But it's when that enjoyment takes it too far that's where the concern was and that's where it was concerned for me the enjoyment was just too much the enjoyment was um, taking me to places that weren't healthy for me and weren't beneficial for me so what was really important for me is to identify what those triggers are but also identify what could be done in the middle of that and I I touched on this a little bit with the last uh, episode with uh, Pops who was in town he was helping kind of get everything installed, put things up, and it was really, really helpful, uh, especially now that we're moved in to Clarksville, and now that we're here, and this is going to be our permanent residence, uh, we're excited because we'll, I'll finally be able to kind of get in the swing of things, of, of what's normal and, and regular. Um, I haven't really been able to do that uh, because our temporary situation in Kentucky really didn't allow that. Uh, it was pretty much just subduing or um, doing what I could. I was doing what I could, and on prior episodes, I had talked about uh, how I had gained some weight in the sense that, like, it was probably eight to ten pounds uh, of weight that was showing up on the scale. Now, I noticed that some of it was muscle weight, 
but I also noticed it. Uh, I also noticed that some of it could have been uh, weight gain as well because what was happening for me is I was waking up earlier, my time difference was off, and so it wasn't like I was eating off plan, I was just simply eating more than I, I should have been eating. So I, I had a surplus, and sur a calorie surplus leads to uh, a weight gain. Uh, I wasn't working out as much because I wasn't really developing a good schedule. I mean, I was trying to incorporate the gym. I think my first early days in the dojo were kind of a, a, a determent. Uh, I was able to work out, but it was more of a distraction rather than, than focus time. So, you know, identifying those triggers and going back to that, identifying those triggers is really important. I was talking to someone recently in, in uh, messages in regards to the power of journaling and how powerful journaling is. And what journaling does is it's very reflective. It's very um, self, uh, self-reflective, self-healing happens from journaling because you're able to identify and sit and think. I think when I talk about food addiction and I talk about a coping mechanism, whenever stress or life event happens, I talk about it being impulsive. Like you're making that immediate decision towards food, making that immediate decision towards, you know, whatever's going to bring that relief. And so when we talk about that journaling, allows you to put on paper and reflect, okay, what is that stuff? You know, what is that trigger? What's causing me to um, turn to that? What, what is that thing that I need to highlight and work through? And journaling allows you to put that on paper, put that out there, talk about it so that it potentially could be dealt with. That's a lot of times when we talk about counselors and, and, and therapy, a lot of it is them giving good instruction on how to process things, but a lot of it is putting it out there. How many times have you felt relief from telling or talking to someone about something that's going on? You know, when we uh, experience someone who doesn't really talk to too many people or doesn't have an outlet, that they seem to be pent up. And so when we talk about talking to a best friend, talking to a family member about stuff that's going on, we feel better. We feel like we can talk things out. That's what journaling does. It allows us to, if, if there's no one else that can really associate or relate with what we're going through, journaling allows us to reflect what's going on. And by reflecting what's going on, we provide some sort of self-perspective or self-healing so we can understand what those triggers are and what our impulses are when stress, emotion, or anything else happens. And so identifying those isn't really important. And I, I've identified those and I'm identifying those. And it's very helpful for me to make the appropriate choices when times get tough. You know, this moving company debacle has been absolutely probably one of the most stressful things in the fact that they charged us double upon pickup and then they lost over $7,000 worth of stuff. And this is baby stuff. This is stuff that it was, they rifled through our bins and just a bunch of terrible stuff. We thought our kind of safe bet was going through the insurance company because they had sifted through and they had stolen uh, or taken our stuff, but the insurance company has just recently denied the claim. So just ultimately, you're moving across the country and you're losing over $10,000 through upcharges and through um, lost items. Just absolutely dreadful of a situation. And stress could absolutely take me into wanting to cope with food or just binge or just dive into something that um, I shouldn't be diving into. And so if I'm doing that, I'm setting myself back. I'm, I'm 
putting myself not in a, oh, you're not supposed to feel good with food. No, but if I'm utilizing that as kind of a crunch or as a cope, I can't do that. I can't do that because that's just going to simply harm me in the long run and not help me. It's going to um, put me in a position where I'm going to regret it later. I'm going to have that guilt. And one thing that I've just really grabbed onto is that guilt is terrible to experience. I mean, it is truly not fun to feel the guilt of, oh, I, I'm trying to park and that's not working. Uh, it's too tight of a space, so I'm moving on to another space. Um, that guilt is just, it's, it's a dreadful feeling to feel because after that initial decision, you're, you're, you're like, well, I wish I hadn't done that. You're going to save yourself a whole lot of, I wish I hadn't done that. Uh, if you work through, battle through, get through the triggers or the things that put you in a position where you're using food as a cope, you're using, um, you're using it as a crutch to deal with what you're dealing with. And, you know, journaling is really important. You know, how to identify those triggers is begin writing down the stressful things going on in life right now. You know, if I were to write the top three things uh, stressful right now, I would say the move is really important. Uh, understanding a new house and making sure that we can make ends meet. And then number three is making sure that Presley's a, a safe and in a good environment and that she's well protected. You know, top three right there. And so if I'm writing down my stresses, okay, well, when that, those events, when did those events arise? When did those events come up? And then look into, okay, when did I have an eating habit or when did I have a binge eating episode? When did I dive into something that I felt guilty about later? Start identifying those things, writing those things down. By doing that, you're identifying what potentially could be the cause of things. And then that's when you're starting to write down and you're start, starting to log, what are some alternatives? And these are just brainstormed ideas. And these are like, I can go for a walk, I can go to the gym. I can do Zumba. I can do a box breathing technique session. I can sit and um, maybe go to the park. I can walk my dog. And it's something to where you're utilizing those to really process and let your mind get that stuff out. Um, your mind doesn't do too well with it with information pent up. Getting that information out makes it feel a whole lot better. So identifying the triggers is really important. Knowing that food addiction is impulsive in nature. It's not something that uh, sometimes we, not, not necessarily control, but it's really, if it's something that we're so used to, it's just second nature for us to do it. So it's not so much on you and, you know, doubting yourself because of getting into something. It's really saying, you know what, this is just what I'm used to and I've got to get used to something else and really help and, and push myself forward. So uh, I'm hoping this episode encouraged you. Of course, you know, I like to keep these episodes short and simple. Um, if, uh, you are in your journey quite a long time, meaning you've been maintaining for quite a while. I'd love to get some uh, folks on future episodes on how you started the week before, the, the week of, and just self-reflect how you started. That's it. That's all. How you started. So I've got a couple already that have uh, shown interest, and I'm going to be doing those episodes soon, but I think that would be really, really helpful because a lot of folks are just looking on how to start and um, just some 
information from different stories and different journeys I think will be really helpful. So thank you again for tuning into this particular episode. I will talk to you on the future ones. Thank you again to all the monthly supporters. Your support truly does help. And I'll see you on a, or talk to you on the next episode. Take care.